That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 111 of the Cinemania World Show. As always, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from the box office beatdown show. Oh my god, it's not called that anymore. From the Box Office Report hey. show, we have Larry. Larry, hello. How are you? How you doing? What up? We still beating the folks down, y'all. It's okay. <laughs> the folks are asking where's this box office show Ooh. been at. But Ooh. like <laughs> uh ask Larry. Larry's a mess. Anyway, Ooh. um, we are also joined from the Cinemania World team and Candid Cinema. We have Manda. Manda, hello, welcome back. Hey oh, it's been so long. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Yeah, it's very nice to have you here as always. And we are also joined, lastly, uh, from from uh, Film Posers, we have Josie. Josie, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? How's everything? I'm good. Glad to be speaking with you guys about the chaos. Oh, man. The, the castle continues to burn over at Warner Brothers, even with the merger and everything. But we will get into all that, everyone. Uh, we are here strictly to discuss what's been going on with Warner Bros. this week, so we're gonna get right to it. Uh, I believe it was Tuesday. No, it was, I believe it was like Wednesday. Uh, they canceled the uh, Batgirl. No, it was like I think it was Tuesday. They canceled the Batgirl movie, uh, starring Leslie Grace, and uh, the movie was about. I think I heard that it was about like ninety percent done. I guess they were in like post production, so probably like vi- like visual effects and stuff like that. Um, and uh, the movie has been canceled. It cost about $90 million to make. They axed it. Uh, they didn't tell anyone about the axing. They kind of just like did it. And everyone who was involved with the movie kind of just found out, which is horrible. I believe the directors found out one of them. I think, I think they were both at a wedding and stuff at their own wedding. Uh, so everyone went ablaze when it came to that. And then they canceled the uh, Scooby-Doo prequel movie from the uh i think it came out in 2020 was it called scoob i believe it was and they they canceled that uh it was a prequel for that movie and both of those both of these films are were done which is why everyone was kind of alarmed by this decision and they kind of released a statement that it was due to uh due to them kind of rebranding dc and not like following up not wanting to like you know go through with what the old regime wanted to go through with this universe and uh there was also some reports of like test screenings that didn't go too well there was some reports i said that but then other reports were saying that the test screenings were like fine but uh basically what everyone's kind of chalking it down to is that as a brand they just don't want to do that kind of movie right now so it's not gonna be on HBO max it's not gonna be in theaters it's completely off the grid and we don't know when we're ever going to see it. Probably won't. So I'll go around before we get into everything from today with Warner Brothers Discovery. Get everyone's thoughts. I'll start with you, Larry. What do you think about all that? I hated it. Uh, I hated it a lot. <laughs> One, I mean, we were getting a Latina-led superhero movie, a background movie. And I know so many of us were so excited to see that. We don't even really have a a male Latino hero like that. Uh, we were yeah. going to get her in this iconic role, Leslie Grace. 
and I was hyped. I was so hyped to see it. Um, so to have it chopped in maybe one of the most disrespectful ways I've ever seen was really infuriating. <laughs> and the cast and the crew were coming out yesterday, really releasing their statements. They're all obviously extremely disappointed. Uh, I don't trust no test screenings any which way either. Like, I don't know. Test screenings are so fickle. To all right, these right. big budget movies look cheap at the, w during a test screening because they don't have any of the effects. They don't have the polish. They don't have mm -hmm. the, the final products. And, you know, these test screenings let Morbius get through. So how can we really trust them? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think that was just a cop out. That was I think honestly that was a cop out because they are if you look at today's conference call or whatever that shit was, um, it seems like they want to focus on the main, main DC characters right now, which is the bat you know, Batman, Aquaman, Superman, that even the Flash. Cause like everyone's like, well, what's going on with the Flash then? And they're like so quiet and kiki on the Flash yeah. though. So it's just it's crazy. And it's like ninety yeah. million dollars, which of Ooh. course is a ton of money, like to just mm -hmm. literally have a, a tax write-off. But it's also not so much money, you know, like it's not mm -hmm. the Justice League kind of disaster, um, with mm -hmm. the first one that was released to theaters. So to they they put things that were much more expensive than that on HBO Max directly before. So I don't know. It's it's really strange to me that they would do this. It's really disheartening. You know, we're, Brendan Fraser, we were robbed of his material, Leslie Grace, and we had a trans woman in a co-leading role here. We had I, two I saw that too. men of color behind the camera. I mean, it just is a real big shame for so many groups who were kind of getting a seat with Batgirl. And this is the project that they decide yeah. to completely axe, throw all that hard work out. And the same thing with Scoob. That one really baffles me. It was about $40 million or so that they said that mm -hmm. would cost. And it was, you know, they were in the final stretches of polishing it up and putting the little the little touches on it. And seeing those animators and seeing all the people who worked on that coming forward as well and hearing them talk. I mean, it's just, it's really sad. It's a really shitty way to do business. And honestly, both of these are, are pretty bankable uh, um, brands like yeah Scoob a lot of people didn't love Scoob but it did pretty well and I think universally everybody really liked the stuff with the kids at the beginning like that's everyone was like oh I wish we had just gotten a movie of them as little kids because that was the best part of this film and yeah. if you're going to put a Scooby-Doo movie on HBO Max people are going to watch it period I mean it's going to mm -hmm. get watched I, I don't know what to tell you so I, I don't see why, at, at the very least, we already thought these both were HBO Max releases. You know, we were disappointed at first to hear that with Batgirl, but we, we were at least excited to see it. So for them to be like, nah, we're not even going to put it on the Max, actually. We're just going to dump it away so we can get the tax money is, it, it really sucks. It's fucking nuts, dude. I, um, yeah, and, and, and the excuse of like test screenings, there's been so many um movies that have had test screenings that and you know it i can't believe like that is like you know oh man the the, the three people that saw the movie didn't really <laughs> enjoy it let's axe See, 90 let's like let's get rid of 90 million dollars because i can't speak 
specifically like the fact that i'm saying this is already enough but i can't speak specifically on which films i've seen but i've uh, gone to a lot of test screenings here in new york for a lot of films and some of them were horrible and they've still made it out there Mm -hmm. almost untouched in the final edit so it's like what yeah what's going on what would make you go like no test screening i think has that much power yeah that i've experienced so i'm like hmm What's going on? Yeah, I I have no idea. It's absolutely ridiculous. And um, then then I saw the article yesterday of like his new staff and everything, and it's all straight white males. And he it was like in the article it was like he he didn't want to he doesn't really want to focus on diversity right now. So now it causes me to be kind of worried because a lot of things a lot of things that i always praise warner brothers on marvel does it too but i feel like more warner brothers does it with like their their act their like main kind of core heroes sometimes um is that they always like they you know they've never seemed to shy away from grabbing uh poc actors for uh for you know for race bent heroes and stuff like aquaman and uh black canary and like you know jim gordon from the batman this year and catwoman from that movie and stuff, and I feel like with this new regime, they're 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 just not gonna even like consider stuff like that. And I think that's important for like young kids, um, you know, especially when you see like a Samoan superhero on a big screen. I think that's like really cool. So uh, that's that gonna be a bummer. Handedly saved mm-hmm. a character right. that has been yeah. aligned for decades. <laughs> if you if you put if you put like like Joe Schmo from like you know he's not bringing in all the like box office that jason momoa bought brought in for aquaman he's just not you know uh name any like b-list kind of straight white male actor he's just not gonna do it like the way jason momoa did and it worked so perfectly for the style of aquaman they wanted because i remember being like so excited when i heard that casting oh my god that's incredible casting that's just like so kind of different and like original and i and i just i like the idea of it so I don't know. We'll see. Same thing with like Namor's casting too. Like just kind of like going out of the box a little bit with the Namor character. So I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, Amanda, how about you? What did you think about everything going on with like Wonder Brothers Discovery with this whole Batman thing and all the reasonings and all the test screening, all that stuff coming out? Well, I agree with everything that has been said. It's just it's really shocking considering like I, I just don't understand how this is even happening. Like you bought a company, you bought like a sector of a company with a, with an HBO Max, and you're axing things that came before it, and it just it blows my mind that they have the ability to do so in this way and like so abruptly. Like it it just doesn't make any sense. And like you said, in regards to casting, like Zack Snyder did have a hand in that Jason Momoa casting, and I just always think about it during times like these. Not saying that like the Snyder versus I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that like, what if they kept on that path? Like we could have seen an entirely different DCEU, and it could have been consistent. And we're never going to see that because it feels like they're going to start from scratch again. Um, and it's so unfair for like Leslie Grace and allegedly they're shelving even like um, the Supergirl movie for Sasha Cal. And it's like for the Flash movie in its entirety, considering what is happening with Ezra Miller, it just doesn't make any sense as to why that isn't being kept. I understand budget wise and all of that, mm-hmm. but moving forward in this timeline, if you're not going to have like Sasha Cal and you're not going to have like 
Michael Keaton's Batman present, then like, what is the point of that Flash movie even like erasing all of that if you're not changing it? You know, and like you're keeping Ezra most likely, and then you're keeping Jason. Like it doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. I don't think they have like a clear cut structure. They just wanted to scrap everything and kind of like make it their own. But it's like you have your own like company for that. I don't understand why you had to kind of like dismantle certain things about another one. That's what I'm trying to like wrap my head around. Yeah, and it's just uh. Speaking of the the Supergirl movie, like we saw, it hasn't been officially canceled, but there's been a lot of like it's not looking like that's gonna happen, um, which is which is crazy. So I, part of me is like I feel like they would have done the same thing if they didn't already put so much money into well, if the old regime regime already didn't put so much money in the uh, Flash film. I think that has that already has like two hundred million dollars in the in the can right now for that movie. But there was something that I heard yesterday that that really kind of that kind of you know uh, stuck out to me regarding the idea that the fact that you we wanna we want the brand to be respected and we want the brand to look good and not be like this like when people talk about it uh, it's not like a joke anymore like we want people we want people to people to look at this uh, brand the DC brand as in like a high value like people do Marvel like. More so like casual fans, because, you know, all of us have our like have our like ideas and like, you know, gripes with like MCU stuff, DCEU stuff. But more casuals, if you ask like anybody on the street, uh, like what movie will get you will get you excited? I think, Larry, you, you touched on this yesterday regarding, you know, your tweet about Marvel keeps people excited. Like if you ask the general public. What is getting you more excited to come out to the theater when it comes to superhero movies? Is it Marvel or is it DC? They're going to say Marvel. You know, I've come across so many people who are like that and stuff. So it's like, if that's your idea, then releasing the Flash movie with Ezra Miller, who's all over the news right now, that is not, that isn't, that's not going to help your brand at all. So because you have to do a press run with Ezra and, and the cast and stuff. So like, I just don't understand if you're, if you're trying to keep back another one movie from tarnishing your brand, wouldn't you want to do the same thing to the other film? Especially if you don't really, if you don't want to use, I saw the reports that they don't want to use Michael Keaton to think it's dumb. I mean, I do too, but like they don't want to use him and they don't want to like go forward with like the new, the cast that they, that they, that they announced a couple of years ago for the movie and stuff. So it's just all a mess. Um, Josie, how about you? Uh, did you uh, which is, did you have any more thoughts regarding the whole situation with like the Warner Brothers Discovery this week? Yeah, I've mostly been staying away from it because it just makes me angry. <laughs> Especially <laughs> because first it was like Gordita Chronicles and then you get Batgirl and you just start seeing a trend and you start wondering how much is the truth and how much is just publicists doing what they do best with PR. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's and like if Supergirl mm-hmm. gets canned, then mm-hmm. there's another Latin Latina mm-hmm. on the gone. <laughs> there's another. There's also another race band superhero that I was excited for. That and people you know, didn't nobody want Anna Kendrick. I'm sorry, no shade, a little bit of shade, <laughs> but this was a much more interesting choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And remember that video when she was like so Ugh. excited and everything? And oh man, that's what's killing me. Seeing Leslie yeah. out there so excited for Batgirl, mm-hmm. yeah. like uh, I don't know. I just have to wonder because we've obviously gone to new leadership at Warner Brothers since the last time they really angered filmmakers and uh, people working for them. What is it? Like, what's what kind? It's really strange to me that this company just seems to have a culture of that. I mean, Christopher Nolan came out publicly against them because of how they mm-hmm. handled his film and his situation. Denis Villeneuve also came out and was like, look, they just like pulled the rug from under me. An entire other company, Legendary, was like, yeah, we found out six minutes before y'all found out that Godzilla vs. Kong was going to a streaming service that we didn't agree to and we were a co-production company and um, distributor (laughs) and they didn't tell us anything it's everything i think dune uh i don't remember if legendaries with dune or not but Mm -hmm. so it was just like they've they have a history of doing this especially recently they just have no respect for the people that are making the products that they're releasing making this art and I mean, they put that on full display once again. Like, you couldn't even give the filmmakers and the crews the courtesy of reaching out to them and saying, hey, this is our business model and this is Mm -hmm. why we have to uh, nix the project that you put all this work into. Instead, they have to find out on social media like the rest. Like, that's that's insane to me. I I just don't understand that specifically. Especially now, too, when you have, like... People, like directors who was strictly mostly always under Warner Brothers is already is already like starting to move on. Like I like Denis Villeneuve, he he is you know he so he's doing Dune two, you know they're 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 doing whatever right now. I think they're like writing and filming and stuff. Uh, but Nolan, he's already he's moved on to you know he's on Universal now with this uh, next film with um when Oppenheimer comes out that's under Universal, so. I don't blame them too, because what is the what what a disaster, you know? Cause like that is just nuts. I figure because then like the to have to learn that your movie that you completed and you put you put your hard work on it. Yes, you were you were paid to do it, but you put your hard work. Josie knows that's like a screenwriter, like you you written how hard it is to write a script and then to film everything. And then to get it all completed and to be in the middle of post-production and to find out from like your cousin Jerry that, hey, I think your movie's canceled before the studio tells you. And then and then you have to work up your own kind of uh, your own kind of reaction, like kind of statement. Yeah. Uh, you know, Warner Brothers, they released their own statement, but it's just like you can't be like, oh, we're, we're the new regime and the old regime was a disaster. We would never do those things. And then you just did one of the things that they would do. Which is like just acts a movie without talking to the people who made it first and the people involved. So, and then that bullshit statement when they were like, "Oh, we hope to hope we hope to work with them in the future." It's like, who no, don't work, work with with them. <laughs> don't work with <laughs> who, them again. Who would want to work with you after that? I understand the opportunity of like, oh, you know, it is Warner Brothers and the brand and stuff like that, and my movie can be produced. But I mean, after this. I don't understand why anyone would want to work with. It's one of those things where, of course, never burn bridges in this industry because Mm -hmm. one person that's somewhere can end up somewhere else. That's this whole thing. And like kind of gets incestuous up to a point because everyone just moves around because nobody stays in the same place for too long. But it's also the fact that you spent 
two plus years of your life on this and it's gone yeah and it's just i don't i don't get it so then we started seeing things uh regarding hbo max and so hbo max is like it's not like a cheap app you know what i'm saying like it's around i think it's like 15 dollars a month and i think it had i think the the last number that i saw they had was around 80 million subscribers, paid subscribers. Now, today with the investors call, they did a thing where like, oh, we have total under everything, 90 million subscribers. And I was like, dude, like, don't try to have like, that's like half of HBO Max and half of Discovery. Discovery has like 5 million paid subs. It was all HBO Max's subs subscribers plus the addition of Discovery. So... They there's plans like right now they announced today that officially they're going to be merging HBO Max and Discovery Plus. But you would think that, OK, Discovery Plus is going to be added to like a tab for HBO Max because that has the most subscribers. So that makes the most sense as a studio. But it's going to be the opposite. Their focus is on eight is on Discovery Plus and the HBO Max is going to be turned into its own kind of hub, which to me. That is absolutely ridiculous. So I saw that. <laughs> that it's HBO absolutely Max, ridiculous. You're the chosen one, you were supposed to lead this into the dark, <laughs> not into the dark. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. That's like, what is that like? That's like IMDb TV, the app, buying like Disney, and oh, we're gonna bring Disney stuff into the IMDb TV app that has like two million subs over Disney's 150 million subscribers. That just makes no sense. Like, like that, I don't know. So that's what they're doing. So um, just want to go around. Larry, your thoughts on this merger with uh, HBO Max going into Discovery Plus? Uh, I mean, it's nuts. Again, I just, uh, God, uh, especially with how they're marketing it, it's so 1950. I don't know, this whole male skew, female skew, like HBO Max is for the men and HBO oh, or Discovery God. Plus is skewing for the women. Uh, what did they say? This one is for like big event viewing and Discovery Plus is for comfort viewing. I don't know. It was, I mean, that graphic that they released, somebody put that mess on screen <laughs> and thought it was a good idea to release that as their strategy it's nuts i was like oh, okay well time to scrap the whole leadership it's i mean i don't know what's going on but that was crazy their focus on i guess uh, i don't know there's been so many conflicting reports but today it comes out that maybe they're not scrapping all the hbo max originals like we had mm -hmm. feared that was coming but oh, we talk about how they scrapped all them shows, all them like original movies that they had too. Yeah, but so Ridiculous. now it's a, a focus on a lot more, you know, union free, cheap to produce reality television that Discovery Plus already has going on over there. And I just one, when did Discovery become like not about nature? That's, I see. I'm so out of it. I'm like, what? Where did you get away from your roots of like nature, animal programs? No, they've been like understand. reality because, um, because they've been like my girlfriend. She has, she has like Discovery Plus. Her, like her, her, her mom. Like they like love themselves Discovery Plus. I don't get it. But it's all like my nine. Like what is it? Ninety Day Fiance, which apparently is a universe. 
whatever, dude. Um, My ninety Day Fever. said there's like <laughs> seven spinoffs of that. There is. Show. It's so it's so dumb. Like we we got YouTube TV couple of months ago and um she's like oh yeah let me add my you know 90 day fiance to my library and there was like 25 different i was like what the fuck is going on um but okay so discovery plus is like food shit it's like you know all the like it's like all the iron chef and like worst cooks in america and then it goes to like reality tv like my big fat fabulous life and like Stuff like no, nobody knows it. Okay, it's it's old people content. That's what it is. Okay, <laughs> my mom doesn't even have it. You know, so like it's all like 50, 50 and plus up. So, so this is what the graphic you're talking about. This is what it says. This is absolutely ridiculous. So it says um, HBO Max male skew scripted lean in whatever that means appointment viewing home of fandoms because apparently women hate like fandom <laughs> stuff. Okay, Discovery Plus, female skew, unscripted, lean back, what? Uh, comfort viewing, home of genre dumbs. What does that mean? What is what is a genre dumb dumbs? What is that? Like genres of like television? I don't know. That that's what the graphic is, Larry. That's what that's what they were talking about. Yeah, and it's, it's a disaster. Nuts. Absolutely. No nuts. women like <laughs> like uh no women like Supergirl. They don't like Batman. They hate everything. All they like is reality television. I was like, uh, you know, even with see, <laughs> even with some of the criticisms, like something like Game of Thrones had with its treatment of women in the show itself. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one was pretty close to even, if not even, in like viewership. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> why do you think there was such an uproar over season eight? It wasn't just oh, yeah. a bunch of guys. It was because women, uh, specifically with the character that they decided to, you know, ruin, uh, were felt like a slap in the face. And it was mm. a huge uproar because there were, were a lot of women. And that's one of these, that's one of the ones they really focused on today, actually, was Game of Thrones. Was Game of Thrones being strong and House of the Dragon, which is another, mm -hmm. looks like, pretty female-heavy show. Um, I don't know. It's, they're nuts. I, and uh, trust me, let me just tell you now, too. Men won't admit it, maybe, maybe as readily. Uh, there are plenty of men who watch trash reality TV. Period. They can try to hide. That maybe they don't want to admit. No, 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 no. There are men who watch the bull ish. Period. I do. So, I mean, Richard period. Madden is one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All of us. Like, let's just be clear. Everybody has the kind of quote unquote trash viewing we like. Like, let's just I use you know. My pick was America's Next Top Model. Mine, mine is now on YouTube more than television. Uh, but I, I listen. The stuff I watch on YouTube is a hot mess. Uh, everybody has. We we don't want all of it's it. It's so like, weird to be like, like why even have that kind of bracket? I hate yeah. the idea of. It's like men only like one thing. Listen, I have I like my fair share of everything. Okay, I like every piece of the pie. When it comes to music, when it comes to like TV, when it comes to movies. Only thing I don't listen to is country. I, I just can't do it. I, I can't do it. But <laughs> like, like I, I know Sam Sam Hunt is like pop country later. Like that that don't count. <laughs> anyway, like <laughs> so when you go into like TV, it's like no man ever will ever watch a cooking show. I love cooking shows and stuff. So to think that only men want like like nerd shit and women only want reality TV. 
is so weird to me. Like that, what a what a weird thing to announce that you think that's that's like right. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get that. It's so weird. It's such a it's, and of course there's a bunch of guys in the room who think that it's not exactly. one woman like in that in that damn boardroom who thinks that. Like what a I don't uh, I don't get how they have like the like the bulls to actually put that out there <laughs> in 2022 to have that kind of division like, keep like, that in the boardroom. Yeah. Like, keep it in the boardroom. Say, hey, guys, listen, we're going to do. Don't put it on a graphic. <laughs> like, that is so idiotic to me. Like, uh, old men just like, yeah, hey, these boys, my son, he loves Superman. My daughter loves, uh, I don't know, High School Musical. I don't know what the fuck. This is just weird. Um, all right, Amanda, <laughs> what about you? Going into like all the merger stuff and all that with HBO Max and the rollout with Discovery Plus, what are your thoughts on that? It just doesn't mesh. Like you look at the Discovery Plus slate by itself. Like that could have just been its own like platform from the beginning. Like I just don't understand how it even got to this point um, mm-hmm. and why they think it's going to work. Like I just, I don't get it. Like imagine like a year and a half from now, they end up selling like HBO Max or Discovery Plus doesn't do like, you know, the numbers they want to do. Like mm-hmm. it's it's entirely possible because I don't think Discovery Plus is that big of like, um, you know, of a company. I didn't even know about this at all, like that they had a, like a standalone type of situation here. Um, I thought they were owned by someone else. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't know, like they're this strong and powerful that they can take HBO Max. Like it just didn't make any sense. So I'm at a loss for words. I have no idea what's gonna happen, but like at this point with any project moving forward, I'll believe it when I see it. And that's it. 100%. It's a disaster. I, I don't get it. Um, all right. So I think so today was uh their investor thing, and they were talking about there was just there was just more discussions about you know about what went on with Batgirl and Scuba. They said that you know they don't fit in with our structure and our plans, whatever. And uh they also were talking about all the like brands that they want to like focus on and all the things they want to focus on. They said they did say like HBO Max stuff is not going to like like HBO Max the app itself is not going to like just go away today. It's going to be here or even like next month or anything. It's going to be here for a while. That's what they say. I'm presuming 2023 it's going to go. Um, then they also mentioned how they're going to just focus less on scripted stuff, which means like, if you have like favorite shows that are not like, okay, so people get confused kind of, cause like HBO, the network has like what they have like Barry game of Thrones and stuff like that. Mayor of Easttown. I think that was the HBO network itself. Then they have HBO max originals, which is like peacemaker and our flag means death and like sex lives of college girls stuff like that those yeah, are hbo max flag means death i'm gonna show <laughs> yeah so th- that that's all hbo max original so everyone is kind of speculating that they're gonna get rid of the originals which they got rid of yeah like i think two days ago they got rid of like nine original films that they did so what's the one with uh there was one Charm with like seth rogan yeah, that one. one. And it was like something with Seth Rogen too that I remember. I forgot seeing like. Oh, that was American Pickle. Yeah, like that one. Yeah. They just they just axed it from the app completely. This, I mean, that was nuts to me. I was like, bro, 
Because like, when can I? Where can I watch that film now? Nowhere. Like you literally. Like that's what makes me nervous about these HBO Max originals. Like that's why I said in the group chat last night. I was like, listen, you guys better go find them shits on Blu-ray or something because they're gonna axe them. I think eventually within time they're gonna axe all the original content that they had. So. Like today, they were talking about all the brands that they want to focus on. I think I have a graphic here. Um, so the brands, it says Global Powerhouse. It, that's, that, that was the name of the graphic. I don't know who made this. These damn like PowerPoints, they're awful. Uh, HBO, Discovery, CNN, HDTV, Cartoon Network, and DC. And then franchises, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Shark Week, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter. Uh, then iconic series, Friends. Big Bang Theory, stuff like that. And then that was pretty much it for that. So go around, get everyone's thoughts on everything that went on today. Um, I'll start with you, Larry, regarding like today's kind of news. We didn't get like a bunch of cancellations like we all thought oh, was going to happen. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> like, but um, today was more like them talking about their strategy going forward. So what did you think about all of that? All right. Yeah, so uh, real quick, was, apparently, oh, yeah. sorry, HBO ahead, Max ahead, and Discovery yeah. Plus will merge in the summer of 2023. 2023. Yeah. So, so enjoy your little HBO Max <laughs> for about the next year. Um, but that's it. Which is, this is crazy. I don't know. This has all been like so crazy. Do you remember how long it took for the HBO Max alone? Like the rollout to work well? Yeah. And now like it's a lot of people's favorites. It it launched horribly. I remember that because they they were like, oh, next month we have to get rid of like half our movies. (laughs) And then it wasn't available to like stream through like Roku's. and I mean, it was a mess for a long time. It's still not even international. I mean... Uh, that's why I don't understand either. We still haven't gotten a stranglehold, really. I mean, the thing crashes when there's a big premiere, which, you know, it's going to happen, but I'm like, mm-hmm. come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But no, today, oh my gosh, I was ready to write. I was in my head, I was convinced my baby, our flag means death, was about to be chopped. And mm-hmm. I was scared <laughs> I for was like ready. I had the morning. I had the black clothes ready, like to mourn. <laughs> it was too much because it took them so damn long to renew it in the first place. I was like, oh God, that one's about to get chopped for real. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very happy that we didn't get any, any more cancellations today. I'm still not um, convinced they won't come down the line. But we'll see yeah, that we'll cross yeah. the bridge when I get there at this point. Um, no, I don't know. It was really strange. So if these things come to fruition, that's the yeah. stuff I think sounded good today. I'm also like Amanda. I'll see it. When I see it, I'll believe it. Like this whole DC division of films, like a DC studios within Warner Brothers. Mm. That's a great idea. That's what they should have done long ago, to be honest. That should have been the plan. <laughs> For ages over there. Um, so I'm glad that they're thinking that way. Um, I just don't... I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if I believe that it'll happen. Sounds good and all, but it's another 10-year plan. How many of those have we heard from Warner yeah, Brothers and the, DC I, at I this point? You know, you want me to be honest? I think I think he copy and pasted literally what Feige said a couple of months ago about Hello. MCU. Remember I mean, at CinemaCon and Feige? <laughs> Remember at CinemaCon, Feige was like, okay, after I leave here, I'm literally going to go map out the, t- the MCU for the next 10 years. I think he copied and pasted what Feige said and said, you yeah, know, we have a plan for the next 10 years. They don't have a plan yet. They don't. Well, and it doesn't even seem like they have a plan right now. They, That's why I don't understand. Like, 
they're, yeah. they're in the shambles. <laughs> like it's a shambled mess currently. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. know. So we'll see. Um, I did find it interesting. I know. Ooh, I know. DC fans were ready to burn the house down when he came out and said that Feige was the blueprint. Ooh, I knew <laughs> it was true. Um, but it's it's so obvious. At least they were upfront about it. Yeah. <laughs> they were upfront about it a bit too much. If, if I'm being honest, they were upfront like that. That male, that male and female skew thing. That was a mess. Like, that was. You, oh my god, that was. Why'd you admit that? I mean, uh, I don't know. There were some things they came forward with. And that's what I just don't... uh, That We're in such a mess right now with Batgirl getting canceled. Like, them trying to talk about moving forward and creating this new vision, blah, 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 while we have Flash looming. Mm -hmm. It it just makes no sense. Like, that film literally, like, invalidates anything that they say. (laughs) Everything they've been talking about is invalidated by the Flash still looming and ready. We have Homegirl off to the side talking about everything's good over here in Flashland, ma'am. Oh, that was a mess. And then, like, (laughs) so if you're okay, so then there were there were little reports of like, oh, the Flash is good. I'm like, that does not. Who cares? You your lead actor is out here, like. Like holding people co- like hostage and and a mess right now and, and every everything is good and flash. What are you talking Everybody's about? Hawaii. people in Hawaii. Oh my god! Like, and and yeah, I your just lead don't get that. has been a menace to society. Your lead, not like not like know. that's the phrase I was Aquaman. For. Like okay. <laughs> Aquaman, like their issue is like, oh, yeah, we don't know what to do with like, Amber Heard. At least that's not the lead. This is the lead. Like the poster has to have Flash on it. You can't just be like, here's the poster with um, fuck, uh, uh, a lightning bolt. It's the Flash movie, and come see it. You don't know you. Uh, let's just hope that Flash is in the. You gotta have to market Flash. Yeah. And the actor who plays Flash is like in like the Bermuda Triangle or something. You know. Out of so damn it's like mind. <laughs> like so it's a disaster like so you with your plans and then i saw that that stupid 4chan leak which i don't think is real like they want to make black adam their thanos i was like get out of what is going on this is a disaster so um i don't know i i, I just know. did anybody else see that we had like two conflicting reports today that were both supposedly like confirmed from credible sources uh from two mm-hmm. big places about the green lantern one saying it was done and one saying it was not canceled that I didn't is see that not one. getting made there's yeah. no way that thing's getting made <laughs> i'm sorry i get so bitter with that because they're like it's gonna come every like every single year it's been like six years there's been two casts like i can't Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what I did want to, before I get uh, Josie and Amanda's thoughts on the shit from today, what I did want to mention regarding DC is Ike. Hannah was on the show on Tuesday. Her and I were talking about what they like, what they're going to do with this Batgirl situation in DC. Uh, she mentioned they got to just scrap everything. And I, like, I'm starting to, like, agree with that. Like, I know Jason Momoa is a powerhouse. I know Gal Gadot is also a powerhouse. But if you want to completely move on and start fresh, I think you got to get rid of everything and completely restart. I don't know what that means as far as like a new actors and actresses playing these characters, but people are still going to correlate. If you have like, 
if you have uh, Gal Gadot or if you have like Ben Affleck coming into these movies, people are going to correlate that with the old DC films. I mean, literally Suicide Squad last year was a disaster because nobody knew what it was. You know, <laughs> like it re- the release, nobody went. It, was, it made like $20 million opening weekend, which was like, even at that time, you can say pandemic. But even at that time, we had movies coming out before that, like A Quiet Place came out like four months before that at the before a vaccine was out and did like 50 million dollars and stuff so the you had harley quinn and amanda waller in there and rick flag and then you had like idris elba and then your your pitch was that it was kind of a reboot and then you called it the suicide squad so everyone was confused so what did you gotta you gotta you gotta reboot uh wonder woman kind of and say and call it the wonder woman it just doesn't make any sense. So you're going to have to start over, I think, is what they need to do. And uh, that means no Cavill, no Affleck, no Gal Gadot, nothing. You're just going to have to start over if that's what you want general audiences to believe is that you're in a new slate. So that's just my thoughts on DC. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's a disaster. Whether they like it or not, it's a disaster. Uh, Mando, let's go to you regarding the uh, stuff from today, as far as what they all talked about, about their plan and their structure for the future. On, um, I, th- I, on- I honestly think that them looking at Marvel at this point is the biggest mistake that they can make. And they, that was the mistake they made back in 2016. Um, that entire debacle about Batman v Superman and everything that happened after that point um, with that release was just ridiculous and they didn't believe in what they had. So even if you, whether you liked the movie or you didn't, whether like it has nothing to do with that, it's the fact that like they did not believe in their filmmakers and they kind of like, it was like self-sabotage at that point. So to look at Marvel, who is like, <laughs> the company is literally like five phases in, about to be five phases in with another like 10 year plan on top of that. And it's like, DC doesn't even have a foundation yeah, whatsoever. So I do agree that they should just scrap it. I think that they can save Blue Beetle, to be perfectly honest, because he doesn't really affect any of the previous films or the actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, like they say, Blue Beetle, because that suit looks absolutely fantastic, and it really touches heard, a Blue I heard, Beetle. I'm showing up with a machete. Honestly, I'm there with you because <laughs> like they cannot do this at all. They filmed in Puerto Rico. It's a Puerto Rican director. I will throw hands and I will create oh, an army. I have been so excited. So when they announced it, I was like, "Well, we don't." But like when I saw like that that suit and like I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And then I heard like. <laughs> I was, like the directors started coming out, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for Blue Beetle!" And then like, yeah, no, yeah. Angel Manuel Soto was really cool, and the fact yeah. that they actually got a Latino actor, and it was a Latino crew, like this is what I wanted for Batgirl, and it's so sad mm-hmm. that it's gone. So don't touch Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Josie, how about you now? Um, regarding today, everything that that went down today in uh, Warner Brothers, what what was your thoughts on all that? Well, I think I really wish I had something super professional to say, but I'm just oh, the only thing that comes. No, the only thing that comes to my head is that this is stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can say because why are you doing this if clearly you're just shooting yourself in the foot? Clearly, people are complaining, and you think like they took their time today, so you think they would have like maybe like seen what was happening, and maybe thought a little, you know, yeah. reflected, maybe meditated a bit. 
Nah, <laughs> they just continued and went really went even full force into ridiculousness with the whole male skew, female skew. Oh, and like, God. whatever, maybe like your numbers are right. And most of the viewers that you're getting are quote unquote male. But like, are we also taking into account that some people have their accounts under their parents? Oh, that's true. I had like four people using my HBO Max. It's crazy. Yeah. But- I can't. I honestly <laughs> just can't even believe that. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe that HBO Max has a significant gender skew. I can't. Not like if you're going to do that, release all the numbers. Let us see the numbers. Yeah, 80, exactly. million, 80 million men just like, on all on HBO Max. It's so dumb to me. Um, regarding, uh, regarding what you were saying, Amanda, about them copying Marvel, here's where I think huh? that that. You can, I think they can do that, but here's why it didn't work when they tried to do it, when the old regime tried to do it in 2016. The old regime was trying to rush the success of that universe. Mm -hmm. I will say it to the day I die. It does not make sense for you to go from a man of steel to BBS. It just doesn't. Okay. I know like it's cool and like, oh, oh, it's awesome. (laughs) Batman and Superman. But like. That should have been like the third or fourth movie in your universe if that if you was going with that because you mm-hmm. should have had a solo film for Batman first, then you should have had like something else. So they went from BVS. Wasn't the next movie after BVS like Suicide Squad? Like that that just makes no sense as far as like a yeah, structured universe. They were trying to go from oh man Marvels they already did uh, they're gonna do Civil War next year let's do BVS then oh my god they got Guardians of the Galaxy let's do Suicide Squad then. Um, and then let's go to Justice League eventually after that. You know, that's that's ridiculous. It's a mess. So if you kind of take the little crumblings of what they kind of started off with and then kind of do your universe off of that mm-hmm. and just kind of stay structured, stay connected, none of this soft reboot, go at your own pace. And, like if they come out and you're like, oh, we're doing Justice League, Dark Side Returns, everybody's coming back. Like then that's like ridiculous. You know, that means you're trying to get to end game before you have any like sh- any kind of like <laughs> fo- like foundation. Yeah. I think they can do, they can, they can copy them, but not cop like rush to like what, like what they have right now as far as Marvel, like what they have, like they will never, Feige's like, hey, uh, he comes out, he comes out and Hall H and I'm like, I'm looking at this guy. He comes out on the stage and he goes right into like 20 something movies. And I'm like, oh my God, this is insane. Um, and 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 yes, there's like a there's like a fatigue when it comes to that. But when I hear Feige say I have a plan, like I believe him. Cause like when he in 20, like what was it, 2019 when he got the rights for X-Men, everyone was expecting to see X-Men in Endgame. Remember that? Like him, like yeah. everyone yeah. they wanted Wolverine and everything. And he's like, No, I got my, my my plan for five years, you know? And we haven't seen X-Men for five years. That's how it's been. So I when he says he has like a plan going down, like I believe it. When yeah. these guys, I think these guys need to have that same kind of warranty of like we have a plan. Well, you gotta show something before we can even like kind of believe it because because right now you just ask Batgirl and uh it's weird so or just don't I mean <laughs> yeah. that's my other like that's my other thing is I don't know I know we want to see a Justice League and stuff and it's cool to have the universe but where has DC's biggest success come from their spin-off R-rated uh, completely independent films like yep. Joker and ba- and the Batman like I don't know um Maybe, uh, I don't know, be the anti-Marvel if you're going to do that. Not in tone, not like, 
we're serious and never joke. So we're the anti-Marvel. <laughs> that, that was not the way to go either. Uh, establish your own tone, but be the not universe, be the superhero movies that people can just walk in and watch rather yeah. than need to do the homework. Cause I think that's why people loved Joker and they loved this year's the Batman. They didn't need any other film. They could yeah. just walk in yeah. and watch it. And, and you know, it. yeah, we're getting sequels to both of those, which who knows, but even that it's its own, it's, like, its own trilogy. It's its own, it's its own <laughs> little thing. That's why we were all like, Oh God, don't cross them over. Please don't, you know, we're mm -hmm. begging, don't bring other superheroes into either of these two and don't cross mm -hmm. them over into each other. No, 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 no. Like keep them as their own, just standalone things. And no, I don't know. They did that on purpose. Oh, oh for sure. That whole hey, Joker's coming in 2024. No, they were Look. like the gays will distract everybody. Gaga. <laughs> they, so they released that with Lady Gaga and stuff because they mm. knew that he they had her posted and everything too. Wonder mm -hmm. Brothers. See, this is what I know. This is what I'm talking about. There is some sort of damn handbook at Warner Brothers that this new regime is following because this is the same old BS. It's they have pulled this for years. They always be do like this. <laughs> yeah, the new regime. Those other those other geeks, they were idiots. Oh, let's cancel this ninety million dollar movie. I just that doesn't make any sense with Let's me. cancel the ninety oh. million dollar movie and then do a look over there. Like that's, <laughs> that's what has been doing forever. It's like let's cause a disaster and then just drop some breadcrumb to try to distract the people. They do that constantly. Hey, that's what they did. They I think I, I think uh they announced uh remember when they announced like uh uh, they announced the uh, oh everything's going to HBO Max next year, and then yeah. immediately the next day they they dropped like some type of trailer, and like yes. nobody cared. Everybody was like, "No, what are you doing?" Like, oh man, what a disaster! I I don't know. I don't know dude. Um. Okay. So before we get into questions, anyone did anyone have any other kind of last minute thoughts? Josie, Amanda. The thing that apparently like Leo resident Cinemania World. <laughs> was covering the event and i just one of the things that stood out to me was that apparently they called hbo max originals premium content mm -hmm. so it just makes you think like yeah they're restructuring the yeah. the pay uh like how you pay as oh, well they're, they're yeah doing also like, like a, ad yeah. light and they didn't yeah they didn't give a clarity though so we don't know mm -hmm. like what that is what pricing is going to be there was no clarity just mm -hmm. that they're going to have kind of a tier idea which again didn't they learn from netflix the people just rioted when netflix <laughs> yeah. started talking oh, yeah. about it. like, you know like it, just, it makes no sense if you're yeah. going to merge two platforms in a year like, why are you changing the prices if then you're just going to have to do it all over again? Oh, man. So I... They should have done this from the beginning, too. Like, they should have just learned from Disney. Like, Disney mm -hmm. has a bundle mm -hmm. that they did immediately. They all have their own platforms, first of all. all. Everything on the Disney little bundle that they do, the, like, Disney, Hulu, ESPN+. Plus. Oh, right, right, right. Their own sure. platform. That you can just bundle for a better price than if you were to try to get them all separately. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot more sense. It's convenient. You like uh, instead they're doing this. Like I'm like you're learning from Netflix. That's the wrong one to follow. Like <laughs> Disney has. I know people give Disney flack, but they've done it much better. They've their, their rollout, their their platforms are just better run. <laughs> and if you think <laughs> like this idea that. 
90 million paid subs are going to like move over no to another that is not going to happen if your like main thing were like oh man these these blokes all they did was waste money bro i got a rude awakening for you if you think i'm about to cop discovery plus with, along with everything that I have already, even if like HBO Max is going to be done, if you think I'm copying Discovery Plus the first month, I'm not. I'm just like, uh, like I'm just, I'm just, and a lot of people are not going to. And I think that I that idea of if you're trying to just like, I think bring your Discovery shit, put it on this app, add a little tab to the bottom, Discovery here's our stuff, and then call it a day. But it's the ego thing because it's like he's the he's the owner of discovery and he's a he's a tv guy so he's not gonna do that he's not gonna like think oh let's just go on the bigger service he's like no i want my service to be the head honcho and nobody is thinking about discovery right now it's that's just so baffling to me that idea of it um so yeah i don't know disney nat geo is part of disney and they're just part of disney plus i mean (laughs) it's just there Mm -hmm. if you want to seek it out now their own little cute tab. Yeah, I, I think it's it. cute the way they got Disney Plus set up. You know, all them little tabs and stuff. Marvel, <laughs> Star Wars, National Geographic. I'm never on National Geographic, but you know, yeah, um, it's still, they have it's still a good cool. interface. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. All right, let's get into some questions before we get off the air here. Uh this person. He. Oh, if you want to send us a question, it's six one seven five zero six three four zero nine. This person here says, do you believe that all, do you guys believe that all of the original HBO Max shows are going to be axed or can you see, can you see them salvaging some of the, some of the shows like Peacemaker, Titans and others? Ew, Titans, get rid of, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'll start with you, uh, Amanda. Do you think, do you think they're going to bring in some, uh, some of the, the HBO Max originals or do you think they're going to axe all, all of them? I think it just comes down to like streaming numbers and what, they think would benefit them in the future. Um, I don't think they're going to ax everything. I wouldn't mind if they axed Peacemaker because I really don't care about that show. Um, no, I'm so sorry. It's I did not like it. And honestly, if they save Peacemaker over a lot of other things, I'm just going to sit here pissed off. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I really want to see my Black Canary movie <laughs> if Ooh, that were to happen. Do. I don't know if that's going to happen, but um, they could get rid of stuff that they don't think is going to benefit their platform unfortunately i don't know what they're gonna save but um let's hope they save majority of them for future yeah especially my my thing i see i see them like keeping stuff that are like critically critically acclaimed mm-hmm. unfortunately that is peacemaker man sorry. but um i think the other stuff that they're like oh you know no one's watching it no one cares let's just ax them and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Larry or Josie, any of you guys have any thoughts regarding them ask, asking original content? Didn't they say they were moving away from like the movies, like the HBO Max original movies? Or yeah, putting I think movies that, on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like that pretty, I mean, I don't know. I'm taking that as Black Canary Girl. <laughs> We in danger. <laughs> we Honestly, in danger. like <laughs> we are in danger. And it's a woman of color, and we've seen that's the first on the chopping block. So you know they're like Latina women. You're up first. Oh, a black woman in the lead. Oof, let's we got to get rid of this. Uh, I I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I'm I'm I'm. 
I want that Black Canary movie so damn bad. Actually, it was Mia DaCosta, wasn't it? And yes. yes. No, it was Misha Green. Misha oh, Green. Green. Yeah, yeah, Misha DaCosta's yeah. Marvel. Did, uh, love, yeah. love, 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 Lovecraft. Yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Journey Smollett. Uh, Smollett. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm... I, that's a, it brings on a whole nother conundrum because I think they pointed out uh, Tyler did when we were kind of yeah. watching Peacemaker was one on like their slide so I'm pretty confident yeah, they had, like, Peacemaker these, like, is making the move they, because um, they like had it in the advertising stuff today uh, yeah the middle um, school PowerPoint that they had they had like <laughs> Batman Peacemaker why'd you say it was like, in the PowerPoint like now I can't get away from it <laughs> oh yeah yeah I, I, like I said I think they want to like they they kept talking about protect our brand so I think they want <laughs> that's what they kept saying they kept what talking means? about like protect us and protect we don't DC. know what it is that's their problem they're mm-hmm. running around like little chickens they got their heads cut off they don't know what's what it's true yeah, but that's, that's the thing is if they're wanting to like leave all this behind well if you keep peacemaker around what do you do with the rest of the suicide squad yeah, yeah it is so... he ties you back to a literal movie that just came out with Marco Robbie who mm-hmm. ties you back to the original lineup exactly. DC it, it makes no sense to hold on and Titans, that's why like the, the idea of just starting over you cannot pick and choose because no. the peacemaker finale literally ends with like <laughs> with like Justice League members exactly so, <laughs> It just makes no. It makes no damn sense. So I don't get it. I don't. That's what doesn't make any sense to what they're trying to talk about. Like what they are talking about and what I'm seeing with my eyes just do not correlate. It doesn't make sense. It don't fit together. Uh, As for the rest, I don't know. I mean, if they're wanting to get rid of things that are not critically acclaimed and get good, but maybe not great viewership. I mean, Titans. Mm -hmm watch out you you they coming for you girl uh <laughs> doom patrol does that get i don't think that makes it, it doesn't get any i don't make any listen they have they've, they've already got three seasons and i have i didn't even remember like when right? the first season ended so but i hear it's are, good but it doesn't, it doesn't you want to move away from animation does that include adult animation like harley quinn are yeah, we harley cool quinn. we gonna we gonna oh, continue with harley quinn or are we done with that ass you know like uh yeah, some of these know. other ones Oh, God. Like me and Josie, our heart. Listen, don't be trying to touch. No, damn. Uh, our flag means death. Um, our fan base may not be as huge as some of these other ones, but it's a very passionate little group of folks on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> See, I haven't it, watched it was that show trending yet. all these past few days, and even uh, like Google sent me a notification of like fans <laughs> riot. Like, I, I personally fear. haven't watched that show yet. But now I feel like I have to go on like a crunch to like watch all these stuff Everything. before yes. before they get like canned no, I mean, or whatever. Issa Rae just started her like HBO Max original, right? Rapture. Yeah, yeah. She was over yeah. there doing a damn uh, like protest on Twitter. Yeah, He's no, because she's been she. I remember when it was announced. She's been working on this since like 2019, 2020. Yeah, that's crazy. No, we're going to be riding in the streets. I could already feel like, like I said, we didn't get any cuts today. I'm thankful, but I'm not at ease yet. Like we got a long time before this merger. I think it was going to happen, but then they saw what was going on online and maybe they were like, let's hold on to that. And and their idea, that's the other thing is what do they, 
like their idea of HBO Max skewing male, what does that mean for sex life of teen girls? You know, they don't think that that is part of their target audience for HBO Max. So where does that fit in? You know, like any female leaning pretty liars, all that shit that they have on there that is literally for females uh, skewing, you know, not for females, but they get it towards females. No, that's why you need to look at the numbers. You need to present the charts and everything and all the analytics. Because, for example, when it comes to Vita... Because oh, like oh that made me upset. Vida. Oh, <laughs> when it comes I to like, Vida I, and stars. I uh, like Yeah. I like my little I don't know. I like some of these kind of shows. And it's like you think if you look at me on the street, right? You'd be like, oh man, he doesn't <laughs> like he's he doesn't like reality TV. He's not gonna like listen, I just got all, got finished watching the summer I turned pretty on Amazon Prime video Good. Like, before I got on the show here. And it's like Hannah was telling me to watch Sex Lives of College. Goes like, oh yeah, okay, I have it queued up in my thing. But now you're like the the idea that <laughs> the idea that no men or anything will ever watch these kind of shows. No, it's just simply it's the idea so weird. of gendered content. Yeah, it's so weird, which is just. Oh man, and that makes me—that does make me a little nervous for our flag means death. Of like, yeah. what do they view that as? Are they going to mm-hmm. think it should go over there because it's not quote unquote like fandom or none of this other stuff that they Even are talking they about? Have, they have to face the facts. Pirates were gay. I'm sorry, your heroes aren't what you <laughs> thought they were. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna need all y'all on Twitter to leave Tyka law. We listen. I know a lot of y'all are mad, but right now I don't need Taika hate running rampant and contributing to the possibility of cancelization of our flag. <laughs> okay, can the Taika talk right now? We need your help to to keep the positive rolling. Okay. Um. All right. Let's do one more question because it's hot in this damn office. It's like ninety nine degrees. <laughs> yeah, um, I have okay. my fan on, so I'm really sorry if it comes up on the recording. But nah, if I, it's, it's, I was gonna die, <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to go in that AC in a little bit. Anyway, okay. So this this person here says, uh, "What do you think is going to happen to the original movies upcoming in Warner Brothers slate, such as like the Batman two, Dune, and other stuff like that?" Um. Man, Quite frank, I, I don't, don't get know. me started. This hurts me because I actually, I actually pitched to HBO Max a couple of months ago. So now I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen, <laughs> and I'm afraid of emailing our contact. No, so you gotta go to like HBO. You gotta go to like Amazon or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's been not just for the creatives that are involved right now, but yeah. also for like people like me and like other of my. I saw tweets like that. That are trying to come up right now that have had made those connections. And it's like, where do we stand? That we're still not entirely, we're still dipping our toes in the industry. So, like, if you see all these people, like, for, like, I mean, you have Brendan Fraser, Michael Keaton in those movies. If they can get acts, imagine the people that are still trying to come up. Because clearly this is, regardless of what they say, this is targeting people of color, creatives of color. So we scared. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen. And the people who are like people who are big fans of like certain shows who are like, oh yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Bro, listen. Like, they just asked a ninety million dollar film. And they they this is not this is this if you think that Batgirl is gonna be the only thing in the next like year that's going to be axed in in like production, in post production, 
then no nothing nothing no. is safe like nothing is safe right now no if like, a 90 million film is expendable imagine a silly little two million dollar indie film right like i just stuff like that like i i get scared for like i get scared for my pocs i get scared for horror movies that cost so little um i get scared for a lot of things and um I don't feel good. Like, imagine like, if and- everything ever once had been under like Warner Media. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! We would have gotten. That. Oh my God! Out of an Asian lead. Are you kidding? They would have had that? no faith. They would have saw that and said, "We can't market this. Throw it out." Yeah, exactly. Multiverse is not superheroes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh <laughs> fuck, man! I family God. healing yeah. trauma. <laughs> Ew. Thank God for oh, like- nobody cares about her. Even the plot, like, oh my god, she's she's in a laundry mat, not like a damn dry cleaners or anything. No, get it out of here. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> so I yeah, I'm thank God for other studios that are around, I guess. Paramount, Universal, you know, Disney to an well, extent. Paramount whopping the floor with these other studios in twenty twenty two right now. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Jesus. They they killing the game currently. Woo. Um, all right. Um, big movies are safe, though. Like uh, you talked about the Batman yeah. and Dune and Dune yeah. sequel. That's safe. Uh, I, I do we have about, any uh, concern. A couple of months ago, they did have like Matt Reeves at their top of their list as like stuff they want to focus on, and that they mm-hmm. and you know obviously you know uh, what's his name Todd Phillips for Joker and stuff. So I. My, my my only issue with Dune is that it didn't make like a kajillion dollars, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I can see them being like, "Oh, how much did Dune make?" And then and then they're gonna be like, "Oh." Yeah, I do wonder. I mean, they're already under production on that too, and that's gonna be a lot more yeah. expensive. That's so it, what might, I'm it might be bulletproof like, if like, yeah, yeah, money I mean, already. It might it might just be like they gotta, it, they gotta do it, it now. Out, when it came out, people were like, "This is saving cinema." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I just don't know. I don't know anymore. Dude. But it was also like they also thought that, that was Venom too. Yeah, now we know yeah. Venom too. Oh, don't don't get excited. Oh, I forgot Amanda was on here. Let me not. Hey, hey, hey. hey, I like like Venom. I will stand up for Venom. Yay! Those are are great rom coms. Exactly. We are hijacking this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everybody's out. Okay, we're gonna do another hour with just man and me. Yay! (laughs) I think I think like we said before, it's like the Black Canaries and those films I'm scared for that I think are probably it was like other ones, Zatana, Static Shock. Like Even static Blue Beetle. I'm scared for Blue Beetle still, y'all. I'm like so nervous at any time. That black Superman movie that they kind of was doing oh, no. with uh, Michael B. Jordan That's coming in to like produce Ooh, nothing. I don't know. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Josie. I don't know if that's <laughs> happening because they know. were Michael trying B. to Jordan be doing a lot of things. <laughs> well, he'd be no, that's good. Leave, leave homie alone. He's got some uh, some personal life he's got to deal with right now, Josie. Let the man live. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. No, I'm also. I'm maybe a little bit scared for the the like the Batman universe they were trying to do with all them shows and stuff. I, that's I what I don't mm-hmm. think that's happening. We'll see. Either. We'll see. I mean, I if they are like all in on the Matt Reeves train, maybe they'll just be like, "I." Right, it still follows a white dude, so we good. Because uh, I think easy a little bit more easy right now. I'll just say that. It's true. We should stop worrying. I think Denis Villeneuve and Matt Reeves are fine. They're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. We should. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Okay. Just, just don't show him. 
Just don't show him that line when Catwoman is like, you know, white men. Just don't show him. Don't show them. He'll be mad. (laughs) No, but here's what I want to happen. When we make the move over to this Discovery Plus HBO, whatever they're doing, let's drop the Jon Snow show. How about that? <laughs> no, they agree. It was like one of their things. I know they were, like, I know they're hyped, but look, I'm hey, not ready Tyler, to. Tyler was saying they kept talking about House of Dragon today too. That's what so, Jalea was saying that too. That that was a big selling mm-hmm. point. I know they're all in on this damn Game of Thrones with mm-hmm. that multiverse. Like they have all this damn spinoffs mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, bruh. Uh, but can we just? I, uh, I know it's another white man, so they're gonna let Jon Snow have his damn show. But I'm tired. I don't want it. I need it to get on the chopping block. Damn it. Got me ready um, to uh oh let, let me not I'm about to incriminate myself. Got me ready to pirate House of Dragon so I don't give it the ratings and maybe they'll catch a hint. But we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I can see you doing that too. That's that's the, that's the thing. All right, everyone. I think that is it. I'm dying in this damn room, so I'm gonna get <laughs> out of here. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. I go around good everyone's social medias and all that. I want to thank all of my guest hosts here today for joining me in this discussion about Warner Brothers and that and that burning castle over there. Um, mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Manda. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX ND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, and let's go to Larry. Yeah, you can find me over on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT, and on Instagram, and on YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. All right, and Josie. You can find me at the Josie Marie on Twitter and Letterboxd, and you can follow Film Posers at Film Posers practically everywhere. All right, Josie, do you want to do you want to tell everyone where they can follow Cinemania World? No. <laughs> <And that> was... <laughs> I'm just joking. No. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the inside because look, I added that shit out. <laughs> um, all right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinematic World. Uh, regarding us and our plans this weekend, I'm going to watch Prey tomorrow morning. I'm like, yes. I have it queued up on Hulu. I'm ready. I don't know about this bullet train. I'm going to be honest. Ooh, like, hey. <laughs> It, I, I liked it. Listen, so did I. I I'm not, I don't think I'm going to dislike it. I just don't want to make the trip out. It's hot. I kind of want to just be in my house and watch Prey. That's the perfect time to go to the theater. They got yeah. that. They're blasting. She's so blasting. Like, I don't know. Dwayne, Tomorrow, I see you. You're not supporting the Bad Bunny agenda, and I will <laughs> make a note of it. Listen, how many minutes he got in that movie? Be straight. He got like a minute or two or what? It's very short, but it's very <laughs> He was fantastic. He was great. I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, ooh, look at him. I, I'm actually, I, I actually am a big fan of Bad Bunny. I love his music, and I, he, he's been wrestling and stuff, too. Um, so I'm excited for him. But listen, I don't want to go. No, um, honestly, but- um, only reason, no. The uh, only reason Josie is on your side, Manda, is because they got Bad Bunny no. over there. So oh, she has the Sony-verse. Hey, and I hey, love hey, that for us. I love Brian Tyree Henry. <laughs> Brian Terry yes. Henry is one of the best actors out there right now. And I agree. I'm glad he's getting more roles. Yes. Um, listen, so, so that might that review might gotta go to some other people. Larry, uh, how you doing? Hello, Larry. 
Yeah. Anyway, listen, I'll just be talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson. So <laughs> okay, I will um, be yeah, seeing Prey. <laughs> I do want to review. I do want to. I think. I think the Prey review will be like Sunday, and then uh, Bullet Train will be like Saturday or something. But let if me I know. See it, if I yes. see it, I will host. If I don't, somebody <laughs> else will host. That's the beauty of having a team. And um, <laughs> Sunday, Larry and I, hopefully, if Larry acts right. I mean, I'm going to be running around Texas, so don't hold your breath, (laughs) y'all. So, and then next week we have a live panel discussion at Boston Fan Expo. It's going to be me, Alex, uh, Tyler Calvert, and Pat Guy. We're going to be conducting a 45-minute panel discussing the future of Marvel and DC. So look out for that next weekend if you're in the Boston area. And that's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Manda, Larry, and Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon.